0: Welcome, Hunters, to the Hunters Hub episode 26, maybe 7? I don't know. I, can, <laughs> I forgot already. Um, so uh, today um, we have a special guest, uh, but first let's get into uh, our usual. So it's me, Fortwan. Hi. Um, and Lobarin is back today. Hello. Hello, hello. And unfortunately, uh, at this point, Ariel has uh, still on his hiatus. He'll be back hopefully in June. So, uh, without further ado, our special guest from across the pond, of the Atlantic, uh, Wolfie Mellon. Hello.
1: Yeah, hello. Nice to join you today. <laughs> it's awesome to yeah. be here. i
0: well, Thank you for coming on. Uh yeah, you're very it's welcome. It's always nice to get to talk to new people.
1: Yeah, sure. No, it's not, great. Not thank that you. we don't
0: like you, Haru. <laughs> Sorry. We've had Haru on, like, what is it, six times now?
2: Oh, yes. He is like a permanent guest almost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. His little moniker is the guest that keeps guesting. So <laughs> um, so uh, Wolfie Mellon, um, I, I kind of saw you through Twitter. Uh, funnily enough, I didn't see you because of your awesome music, which I found out <laughs> afterwards. It yeah. was actually your cartoony uh, basil geese. Uh, art.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I do, uh, do do a little bit of art on the side when I can. I do enjoy drawing.
0: That's that's awesome. Um, As Lobo knows, I also do art, but I am not as good as that. So, (laughs) a little jealous, but. (laughs) Um, I've done a couple pieces. Actually, you can see it here on the Discord. Most people have seen it. It's my little mashup of Monster Hunter Doom and uh, Diablo is my little. Nice. Tiny little thing. Um, That's something I did. But um, anyways, uh, so you're really into monster hunter music
1: yeah definitely <laughs> best thing yeah I, lo- yeah I i do love absolutely love the monster hunter music it's just i, I love the way that it reflects all, all the different monsters and all the different themes it has and yeah i've just always mm-hmm. loved video game and film music so i like all sorts th- of different I- music
0: One of the most unappreciated uh, game series as far as music goes and in sort of popular Mm. game culture, at least here in in the United States. Um, Yeah. If you're familiar with the site OC Remix, they have zero Monster Hunter tracks. Really?
1: That's not Mm. good enough.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, So uh, before we get into like the whole, like, hey, let's, you know, really dig into the music here, uh, we always like to sort of uh, have the yeah you know, wolfie your uh guests sort of uh introduce themselves. We have a quick little couple interview questions we normally do um so first of all, we kind of ask what's your main weapon and then your top three monsters
1: oh wow, okay that's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. that's gonna be an interesting answer i think
0: okay, that's fine. <laughs> We've had some doozies before. <laughs> Well we a, an episode with two kazoos as favorite. Yeah.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> well, I would have to say obviously, most people who follow me on uh, Twitter and who know me know that my favourite weapon is the insect glaive because it's just the best weapon, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> End of discussion. Yeah, I've seen no, the it's, the art it's awesome. On your it's banner. Yeah. yeah, it's I don't know, I just find it really fun and it's very a very mobile weapon. I mean, obviously it's only been around since 4U, so before then it right. was kind of, I used Longsword a bit, but yeah, no, okay. Insect Glaive is definitely my yeah. favorite. Um, I'm not an
0: Insect Glaive user myself, I, I stick to Longsword actually now.
1: Yeah. No, I do I do like Longsword, it's good fun.
0: I've tried it
2: a couple times in Worlds, I'm actually trying to learn it now because uh, a Shiny New Monster gave me... A rarity eight insect glaive. Oh so I no! Feel don't like say I'm that. Because that's what i would be looking for. <laughs> 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 nice.
1: You're gonna make me jealous now. That's not fair.
2: <laughs> I haven't um, got. I haven't got one for mine yet. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. I. I. The one I did. I did get a rarity eight long sword. It sucked. I tossed <clears> it. Uh, it was bad. It was. Yeah, real I haven't bad. had anything good yet. Um. Uh, I was going to say that uh, I kind of forgot one of our first questions is we know we'd like to talk about how did you get into monster hunter or where did you start um, obviously not for you uh, I think just from hearing a little bit of stuff you started in the original monster hunter it sounds like
1: yeah I did yeah it was um right back when I was in uh, in secondary school where I was about maybe 12 13 years old and mm-hmm. I just remember being out shopping with my mom and I was in the uh, the game shop and I saw the box art for the original Monster Hunter on PS2. And it had obviously, like, it had Rathalos on the front of it. And because I love dragons, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that looks like a cool game. And then I picked it up from there. <laughs> um, but I, I played when, it on and off for quite a bit. box art was the biggest seller, yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I picked, Honestly, I I'm starting it for to hear a bit, that. Like, a lot of... <laughs> I kind of went so... off. I, I found it really difficult. Like, I kind of hit a wall... Um, there was a quest oh, yeah. in like the kind yeah. of swampy area had to kill a, a Rathalos and a Rathian. I couldn't do it. And I left the game for like a while until I was a little older pear. and I came back That's to it again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The OG Troublesome Pair. Not a fun quest. Even yeah, if
1: you knew was, what you were doing. Oh, it was just so difficult because you had all the other little monsters around, like the bullfango just constantly knocking you over. It was like the worst thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah so, annoying. I, so i want to i want to make up a note about those bullfango that you're talking about they are the reason why when people complain about conchus i have zero f's to give <laughs> because those yeah. bullfangos are seven thousand times worse than any conchu oh
1: yeah Espe- especially in the older games and the best as well because i went back to the original monster hunter and they do not leave you alone they they come at you as Mm-mm. soon as you go in a zone they come at you and they do not leave you alone <laughs> it's easy it's, now. It's they, like, they don't bother you now, really.
0: Yeah, it's like, I, I imagine it's like in the movies where there's all the, the guys in a bar and they're all lonely, and here comes a single hot woman that walks in the door, and everyone just looks at her. <laughs> That's the way the bullfangos acted.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, let all turn around. Oh, there's something
0: interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to say, like, I'm starting to notice so many people started at Monster Hunter because... They were in a game store. Saw a box with a cool dragon on it. And was like, I want that. I want that game. <laughs> <laughs> like just yeah. because they saw a cool dragon. Like that's been a common yeah, answer. Was, yeah. Uh, that's why I picked it up. Catchy I box art. Yeah,
0: it's it's how they sold games uh, <laughs> in those days. And you know, we didn't get a lot of previews or reviews and that kind of stuff. I actually came into it after seeing the gameplay first, and that's what. I yeah. was kind of browbeat into playing it for my friends, and so then. I fell in love with it, and they dropped in a month later. So, here we are. Um, so cool. Uh, so didn't mean to interject in there, but uh, so yeah, what is fine. the top three monsters there?
1: Oh gosh, <laughs> I would probably say um, Rathalos is definitely one of my favorites. Just pure nostalgia Solid. region reasons, I suppose, really. <laughs> Um, the first one to really scare me back in the original Monst Hunter when you do the egg quest and uh-huh. he just suddenly appears and me being really young at the time it was so scary. <laughs> but no, he's that awesome. It was a brutal quest. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like uh, I really like Seregius as well. I really like Yay, his design yeah. and his music and I really hope he comes to world. That would be really cool. Yeah,
0: he... he- of of returning monsters I do see him being as a likely one because of that roaming mentality they seem to not want to place monsters so far in a specific region yet
1: yeah definitely Um, and I do really like uh, probably one of my favorite new monsters I really like Paolumu but then again he's just adorable and cute and fluffy
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of our uh, previous co hosts, Gog, it was his favorite for sure.
1: Yeah. He
0: was uh he was all about the fluff bat.
2: I imagine it's a lot easier fighting the fluff bat with an insect glaive, actually.
1: Yeah, it's it's I'll... true. I mean, I must admit the you know, with the new monster with Culvataroth, it's definitely helpful having an insect glaive, especially when it does that kind of floor lava attack and you can mm-hmm. just kind of keep you know, keep off the ground really easily.
0: Yeah. it's pretty
1: convenient Uh, playing the floor is lava
2: that's the most that's the worst attack i hate it so much (laughs) it is
1: and i've seen so many people myself included who have carted because you've gone to go and carve from the you know from a a monster part on the ground and then she's done that attack and you've kind of been stuck in it and you can't escape in time and then you've just instantly died (laughs) it's just the worst
0: yeah, I was playing earlier today, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that problem with Kulve. Cool I had that problem with Teostra. He would oh, hit God, me, yeah. and I would get KO'd, and then he would go into his Nova Blast, and I'm like, "Well, that was fun."
1: Or, you, or you get yeah, dazed play, or something, go, and you can't do anything about it. Try, yeah. uh,
2: try Gunlance out and see see if you can get out of that lava pool. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've tried sheathing. I've tried back hopping out of it. I I can't ever get out of it in time. Oh, God, yeah. So I just kind of dropped the gunlance because I don't want to deal with that anymore.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think you did okay. You only carded that one time. Yeah. When we played, at least. And you were using gunlance. So, Um, I don't know. I think you did well. All right.
2: Uh, There is another interview question that... Oh, boy. Got that (laughs) Fortran left out. It's my favorite (laughs) interview question. Um, If you were to date any monster, which monster would you date? (laughs)
1: if i was to date any monster yeah, yeah oh my you just
2: God. go on a date if, with any monster
0: if it makes you feel better we'll give you our answers uh mine was ignactor <laughs> because i want to I be with the hottest hottest one in the room and it's got that <laughs> swagger
1: nice
2: and then uh mine was mitsune because if, i figured they were really chill not not too aggressive you know real relaxing and we could go oh, like yeah. have the hot springs or something like that
1: oh yep. uh, you know what that is such a good answer though I can't steal that answer, can I? know? I'm gonna have to. You can I mean, if that. you want. You can
2: agree with it. Because
1: <laughs> you, <take> <laughs> yeah. you could have like you know the bubbles, and it would be it would it would be really chilled, and it would mm-hmm. smell nice. <laughs> it's
0: just a casual date. N- nothing yeah. has to go anywhere. It's not yeah. not a commitment. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously you can't you can't take uh, Brachidius because Guild Mom has him. So oh yeah, she. Taken. She would be jealous. For sure. <laughs> She'd be way too jealous.
2: You would become the hunted.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. I never. That was so weird to me. That whole, I love Bracadia's thing and like taking it a little too far. I, I don't <laughs> know if that was in the game or the community really made that out of it. That anymore. part of it
2: was part of it was out in, part of it was out.
0: Well, and yeah, I know part of it was in for sure. I just didn't realize the extent, I
1: guess. <laughs>
2: Plus, uh I have a question relating to music, real quick, and it's obviously a question you've gotten probably a lot.
1: <laughs> Go on then.
2: What is your favorite theme?
1: Oh, God, I like, have so many, so many favorite themes. Um, Living get to, to
2: monster themes instead of just like you know, oh, Mark of a Yeah.
3: Hero.
1: <laughs> um, to be honest, usually my favorite themes are the ones that I really, really enjoy playing. So, okay. like. In terms of recent themes, I really enjoyed um, playing uh, Basil Geese's theme. I mean, his is just it just sounds awesome. It just sounds like something from like a World War kind of theme, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Yes. And it was really recognisable. And, of course, whenever you heard it, whenever you heard those starting two notes, you'd look around like, oh, my God, where is he? <laughs> that was all. So I, I do really love his theme. Um, that's definitely one of i'd probably say one of my kind of new favorites uh and serregius's theme sure. as well actually i really like his theme uh, but again it was another one that was really fun to play on the piano so
0: yeah you looked like you were i mean i watched that one you looked like you were having fun with that one, <laughs> for sure and
1: culver Taroth's themes just saying the third phase it's that's mm-hmm. got hints of Zenogra in it if you hear it really if you listen really carefully you can hear a little bit of Zenogra's theme in there i swear Um, I definitely want to have a go at those on piano. That'll be really fun, I think.
0: Yeah, like I said on Twitter, looking forward to it. Uh, Awesome. It's going to sound amazing.
1: Yeah, I think um, I've got my newest poll up at the moment, and it looks like uh, the theme I'll probably be doing next would be Teostra's Monster Hunter World theme, I think is probably going to be next. can't
0: tell, but I'm doing a jig because I voted for that. Did you?
1: (laughs) Well, it looks like it. It's it's definitely in the lead at the moment. And it's nice because it doesn't sound exactly the same as the original one that I've done before. No,
0: it doesn't. It's it's, uh, definitely different. uh, I think, I I want to say muted, almost. Like, Teostra has just been, like, in general, toned down. His roar, his music, everything just sort of toned down. Well, i tell you what I really like
1: about his new theme. I really like the rhythm that it starts off mm-hmm. with, it's got a really, really catchy rhythm to it.
0: Hmm. Oh, it does. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not as uh, sweeping.
1: As yeah, well that's as for us, uh, fair enough.
2: See, I'm still, I should say, I'm still in love with because we talked about the others and the one who didn't get toned down. I'm still in love with Kushala's though. Yeah, Kushala's I, I, I love just...
1: what they've done with Kushala's Whoa. theme. It sounds really good.
0: <laughs> hmm Awesome. So for me it's always Brackadias and Poke Village. Those two. <laughs> oh yeah. Love Yeah. Uh,
2: i say that the ones I like as I love Zagnogers, obviously. Um yeah. I actually listen end up listening to a lot of like metal remixes of of um, Monster Hunter music. And so, so someone, I
0: assume Black Loot. Right? Uh
2: I don't know Black Loot actually.
1: Do you listen what? to um, do you listen to Falcone by any chance?
2: I think think that was his name i have to look it up here's so here's an issue yeah. i am terrible at remembering artists and band names
1: <laughs> so <laughs> am i don't worry i have exactly the but same
2: i'll definitely i'll, I'll yeah. check the names and i'll let you guys know after but
1: uh yeah he does uh, um metal a... and symphonic remixes of monster Hunter music
2: yes uh mm. so somebody redid uh battle geese's theme in like this heavy hard metal version Oh, and it sounds awesome. amazing having an electric guitar blast out of that theme. Same Someone's with done something similar guitar. with um, like, Oh,
1: <laughs> Rotten Veil vale as well. I've, I've heard a Rotten Veil vale kind of guitar sort of theme as well, Ooh. which sounded Ooh. really awesome. That sounds that sounds amazing, actually. There so, you
2: go, uh, Lobo. Okay, I'll check that out. So, uh, what got you into first playing, like you know, playing piano, and then what got you into playing Monster Hunter music?
1: Um. Well, I started piano when I was five years old and that was purely because my mum, <laughs> she asked me if I wanted <laughs> to start playing uh, because she, she played the piano um, and then I just thought, yeah, I'll, I'll start as well. Um, and then in terms of Monster Hunter music, because I've always played uh, like video game and film music on the piano, it just kind of naturally mm-hmm. got into that. And because I enjoyed the music so much, I started to play it and then it just kind of got into i I, i've been putting stuff on soundcloud for quite a while so there's like some old stuff like some music from halo on there when i actually went for my interview at university i actually played Mm -hmm. the music from halo as my interview piece i played one final effort on the piano as my interview piece which was so fun to play um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it just kind of got into monster music and then I was like, Oh, I really want to get more people into this music. So that's when I started to, you know, share what I did online.
0: That's really awesome. I, I kind of feel like you, you're just doing everything I wanted to do better. Oh. I actually, <laughs> I, I got, I got accepted into uh college for music. Uh, oh, fantastic. Well day. done. Wow. Um, mine was not a awesome piece to get into it was just some sort of classical thing Um, and I got accepted into it and I had this sinking feeling when they said yes and I was like this is what I'm going to be doing the rest of my life no thanks I went into computers wow
1: (laughs) yeah so
2: So I learned how to play the piano when I was younger and I played it up through high school I just ended up kind of dropping piano unfortunately because I also play clarinet and saxophone and switching from playing one note to playing multiple notes with both hands, and trying <laughs> to detract those hands from each other, I can't. I cannot separate the left and right hands well enough. I've done all the exercises, and it just, it just doesn't work. I don't know. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I let other people handle piano. I'll stick with my one <laughs> note at a time stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I will have to say that I, I did not get accepted for piano as a trumpet player. So. Mm-hmm. not 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 that ambidextrous either
2: (laughs) my uh my crowning achievement was uh i could play the entertainer on piano oh okay (laughs) that that's that's as far as i got on piano
0: (laughs) that's better than me (laughs) awesome uh so um i you know you do a lot of these these uh monster hunter music covers and that kind of stuff um it's funny we actually did a monster hunter music episode uh, in so yeah. it's weird we've relaunched this podcast once, and in the previous version of it, uh, episode two was all about music, um, and so one of the things I got into, and of course I mentioned the Poke Village music, um, and I just mentioned Black Lute. Um, there's there's a lot of you know remixes outside of OC remixes as I mentioned before. Um, what is sort of like your favorite style to remix music uh, for Mossy or Inn for me it was jazz and uh, there's that jazz cd floating around.
1: Oh the 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 monster hunter um jazz remixes. Mhm. The um I've heard those they're really nice.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah they're great. Um uh as I talked about in that previous episode I actually had my bank account locked because I ordered from Japan. Oh me? <laughs> and they were like no, you're not in Japan, and they locked everything down, and oh, I couldn't pay no. for anything. And I was like, "You idiot!" I mean, it was a long story. <laughs> oh, basically, I warned them, and then they did it anyways. Yeah.
1: By the
2: way, uh, uh, I did. I did verify it was Falcone as the person who's it was. Are, like, yeah, the I so. metal. Yeah, his stuff I is.
1: Thought so. mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I, a, I did a collab because... with him as well at one point.
2: You did what?
0: Oh, Sorry. Wow.
1: Uh, I did a collab with him. I did the uh, Monster Hunter Four U Arena theme with him. Oh, nice! Really, awesome. Yeah, I did. I recorded some piano for him, and then I sent it over, and he um, he mixed it into one of his uh, one of his remixes. Okay,
0: that's amazing.
2: I always like hearing about people actually online like doing crossovers with each other and trying to, you know, raise basically kind of both get their stuff out there even more. You said your favorite stuff is to play is um uh, you know the stuff you enjoy like you enjoy playing is like the your favorite themes. Are there any that you actually like really dislike like that you're, you're like I don't want to play this, I don't want to listen to it like no. Like it's <laughs> just not enjoyable to play.
1: Um I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's any themes that I like dislike playing, but there are themes that I find harder and it's actually the ones that are quite slow because uh, hmm. mainly, when I, mainly when I'm when i doing my recording because it's a lot easier to go wrong when you're playing slower and it's more noticeable yeah. if you go wrong when you're playing slower. <laughs>
0: I find the opposite true for trumpet. <laughs> the slower the better. <laughs>
2: um, so... Because I I, I I wasn't able to like fully equip myself with, myself with all your things, um, do you have a YouTube channel that people can go on and listen to, or is it mostly SoundCloud?
1: Uh, no, it's if you um, on my uh, Twitter, on like the little kind of description bit, there is a link to my channel there.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's, yeah, that's where I on listen my, to a lot of her stuff.
1: Yeah. No, I mean on, on my SoundCloud, I uh, in the descriptions of all the music, I always link the video because obviously I'm aware that some people just want to listen and some people want to actually watch what I do. So that's why I ha- kind of put mm-hmm. it on the two platforms. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: I'm more of a listen person, Um but, you know, when I, when I found you, I was like, I'm going to go watch these because these, these are entertaining to see you do the keys too, because that's always <laughs> been fascinating to me. I love I seeing do
2: people do it just because it's, yeah, like he's, a, he's impressive.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm like, kudos. Like I'm, I was really impressed with you. Um, when, oh, when, uh, I, I, I invited you on before even knowing about your music stuff. Right. I was like, Hey, you have some cool art. Let's, let's talk. And
1: then- <laughs> That's crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I like, you know, I should probably research what she does just to make sure. <laughs> And it was all that music stuff, and uh, I was sitting next on the ca- uh, on the couch next to my wife when I was doing this, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, holy crap! She is much more known for her music than the art part. <laughs> I should really listen to this
2: stuff." Side <laughs> so note: I-, I feel stupid. Yeah. I just found your channel. I kept spelling Wolfie Melon with two words. <laughs> it does oh, not yeah. come up.
1: Oh no! Um,
0: so the wife and I kind of like binge listen to your music for a good hour. Uh, Oh, wow.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) Um,
0: So uh, as far as like uh, um, things that Monster Hunter has done with music in general, um, and I think of a way to to phrase this question, um, what are some of the more interesting ways they've used music more than the themes itself? So An example I'm thinking of is the lack of music when fighting kazoo or the sort of on-off when you see uh, camellios.
2: So I was actually going to ask, were you planning on doing a video of you playing kazoo's theme?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was. Do you know what? You'd be amazed how much I was asked to do that. And then I did it as an April (laughs) Fool's video. Uh, But I didn't. uh, I I, I was in two months. I was like, do I sit at the piano and just do nothing and just like be really English and like sip some tea and just kind of sit there? Or do I do something else? Um, and I actually played um, a theme from Undertale instead. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, just to be, like, okay. really trolley. Um, but, it, yeah, it's, like, the amount of people that ask me, can you do Kezu's theme? I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: was the uh, What was the artist that did did that same thing where it was, I think their song's name was, like, 4.30 or something like that, and it was just four minutes and 30 seconds of silence um, on their jo- You're
1: thinking of John Cage, aren't you, the composer? Yes yeah yes. I
0: tell you what that that normally infuriates me <laughs> um I, I I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the band polyphonic spree have, have you no, guys? I've, not heard, I've
2: heard the name they
0: I- they they were on scrubs they they're known for their song light and day they're like light and day is more than you'll say you know that peppy okay. song okay um th- I bought that album thinking it was gonna be good it's not. That's the, one, that's the one song that is worth anything. Um, but the last track on that CD is an hour and a half of them turning on the mic when the, the bus is driving down the road. Wow. No one talking. <laughs> and I was coming home from college listening to people record driving home. From wherever they're going, so I'm listening to the sound I'm already listening to. That is uh. so random. <laughs> and I, By the and way, I was a dummy and listened to the whole thing.
2: Uh, I just I noticed broke that
1: CD and threw it away. Don't <laughs> blame me. Uh, you,
2: you did do one of my favorite themes that because I actually just quickly like looked through everything you've done, and you covered uh, Mr. Dalamador's mm-hmm. theme.
1: Yes and... I did. I I did I did one of the uh phases, yeah.
2: Yep, second phase and I his music always got me excited because it was such a grand like oh man this is you know, Oh I love intense. that I love
1: that fight. It's awesome the way <laughs> he's uh, presented is brilliant. He's a really cool monster. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a good April Fools joke by Eric's too. <laughs> Him putting like the, the, the Lamadur in the background there. I actually believed it for a second. It does Aww. look
1: uh, very real.
0: <laughs> it's good Photoshop. Uh, I love, I love how <laughs> uh, he is the map for the Rotten Vale. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's amazing. So. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters in that place.
2: Wow. You're uh, f- just fun fact for you. Uh, I'm sure you know this, but uh, the most popular thing that everybody seems to like on your channel is that Betelgeese theme. Holy cow! <laughs> I know. I, it
1: has absolutely, uh, pardon the pun, exploded on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It's. I. I don't know why. I think. I. To be honest, I think he has just become one of the most popular monsters, hasn't he? I think because he wasn't really announced. He just kind of appeared. He's become kind of like Devil mm-hmm. Joe, this kind of. Uh, oh yeah. This really popular monster, hasn't he?
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, so you are doing these. Where's this poll that you you mentioned it before? But where is this poll at um, that uh, you're taking I on, have which it should be linked. the next monster?
1: I have it linked on my. If you go on my Twitter page, you should see it there. Uh, and I also usually put it on mm-hmm. my Facebook page as well. Okay. So it should be down there. There if you go, Lobo.
0: There you go. I'll have to go check what the options
1: are.
2: It. Oh, uh, actually, what are the current you should options? Finally, get a Twitter. I should get a Twitter finally. Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, what are the uh, if there's not too many? What are the current options? That way, uh, our listeners can kind of weigh in and stuff.
1: Uh, oh God, I, I try to think of some of the off the top of my head. Uh, obviously, the uh, Teostra, Monster Hunter World theme. There's the Astera theme, the Day theme. Which plays in the main sort of hub where you are. Um, there's Xena Jeeva's other phase on there, and there's hmm. quite a few options to see me redo a piece that I've done before. But before I had all my like good kind of recording stuff, uh, I just used to play um, without like showing my hands and stuff and my mm-hmm. my the way okay. i sort of play has i feel like has got better as well over the years so i'm kind of doing these second versions of some of my older pieces that i've done so like the the uh, and stuff like that to redo them and make them a bit better so that's on there as well and, uh, there's
0: a lot so i'm actually looking at it now lobo yeah, yes. uh, there's actually some monster hunter stories and online stuff here too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yama, There's Yamatsuki There's there as well. Uh, Volcano Zone from Monster Freedom. You know, Ultimate or Unite. Sorry, uh, Ruka Diora, which I assume is Frontier.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. I did um, so. Reba Diora already. Yeah. And that was a suggestion who got voted. So, the, usually the ones that I put on the polls are ones that people have suggested, and they're also ones that I've tried wow. on piano that I know I could learn. Um, fairly well, so I've tried all the themes that are on there already.
2: Oh yeah, because you okay. don't want to commit to something and then be like, "Oh, this is e- just exactly." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like for example, Nergiganti's theme, which I know loads of people want me to do, I have tried it. Uh, that that's going to take me a while to try and learn. It's so fast. It's it's like a crazy piece It goes all over the place. So,
2: I think that's why I end up liking that theme though, is because it's it has such a driving oh yeah def-
1: no definitely yeah yeah
0: i yeah we're we um we don't have a lot of uh experience with monster hunter online and frontier obviously because it didn't leave uh asia but um we've been uh, a fan of frontier a lot recently because uh we've been doing sort of like a monster of the week kind of thing uh, we ours is called the monster balloon after the the balloon that sort of spotted monsters in the previous games oh yeah and um we've been like talking about like even the frontier versions of monsters um he- so my favorite so far and I-, I think lobo it's yours too is the velocidrome yep <laughs> have you heard of the frontier velocidrome
1: uh no i have not is he different from a regular one
0: very very um he has a breath attack um it can, what it was it, paralysis?
2: It can paralyze you, it can lower the sharpness on your weapons, God, it can give you defense down, it can make you drunk, or the final effect which is the best one, it can farcaster you.
1: Yep. <laughs> Whoa, that's that is pretty over the top for a Velocitron. <laughs> just,
2: just like, oh God. go away. I wish they would add it into random fights so like you could be fighting an elder dragon and this little, this little Velocidrome runs up and just p- teleports you away. <laughs> yeah.
0: Quest timeout because you can't get to the monster. It keeps teleporting you away. God, <laughs> well, that would
1: just get really annoying.
2: But yeah. Oh, so yeah. as we go through, we're finding more and more ridiculous things. It was just like they g- they gave this monster what. <laughs>
0: yeah. I I look forward to this segment so much now.
2: Yes. And we today we're, co- we're going to be covering Saphodrome, and it turns out Saphodrome does have. A couple secrets from, from Frontier. Yes.
0: yes. I hate when they're boring. <laughs> yes.
2: Um, so what's, what like, how the theme, because I, I've, I haven't actually gone through and re-listened to, like, older music. I meant to do this, but I ran out of time. Um. How do you think the music has changed over the iterations of Monster Hunter? Like, in Monster Hunter 1, obviously, it was a lot more simple, and then we had kind of a little bit of sound degradation when we went to the handhelds. And then now that we're back on a PS4 and we can have, you know, fully orchestrated and everything music, so how do you think it's actually changed? Have they tried to go for more driving forces or did it start off more nature um,
1: or? I feel like I feel like one of my favorite changes has been with the introduction to obviously world being more of an open game and the mm-hmm. fact that you don't have uh, loading between zones, which was obviously, you know, a hardware limitation of the time. Um, I love the inclusion of the chase music that you now have when you hunt large monsters. Uh, I I really like how, you know, you could be hunting the monster and you have the normal music, and then when it runs off, you still have a kind of toned-down bit of music in the background when you're going after Mm -hmm. them. And some of them, like Valhazak's uh, one, is awesome. It's got this really cool harpsichord and stuff in the background. It sounds great. I I really like that inclusion. Mm. It, It kind of keeps you keeps you going i suppose for the fight really oh
0: yeah yeah sort of like a little breadcrumb trail yeah i really like
1: that i like i like that touch a lot um
2: one that i liked that i i didn't think about before until i went was playing something the other day uh is the music of when you pop a the the smoke shrooms or you try to hide in a bush or something like that and it like the music suddenly dies down. You get those strings. Yeah, like,
1: there's there is this those hi- really those hiding um, strings
2: where it's like, is it gonna see me or not? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the thing is, in the old games, it was if the monster saw you, there was this really loud kind of bit of music, and then it would die down to this yeah, really kind of creepy music when the monster was coming after you. But they don't have that. Um, they don't have that in World. When the monster sees you, they don't have that sudden. Really loud noise, but they do yeah, have that, that music if you hide from them, and it's really creepy when you actually listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like they are they it's very fitting
2: you. too. Um, I think it, it works good because you know some monsters obviously you can just get in a bush and they don't care and they'll walk away. Um, but the first time that music ever struck me as like really like oh this fits the moment is uh I was trying to hide from an argentath, and if somehow you haven't noticed this because you don't have eyes. Anjaneth has a very prominent nose and it turns out that nose is really good at finding people if they're in bushes and stuff. So, oh, can, As I, I was trying to hide. In that,
1: it's really yep. creepy. <laughs> so he,
2: As that music's playing, hoping I'm not found, he walks towards the bush and then just nudges me out of the bush with his nose. I'm like, oh no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's really scary it was... you, you can see him like coming after you like please don't find me oh my god please don't <laughs> find me Yeah,
2: <laughs> it uh, it's just really fitting i thought
0: yeah I've, I've always loved monster and his music uh from day one uh it the uh proof of a hero the original theme still gets me teary-eyed
1: Oh, yeah, times. it's a brilliant I theme. love when
2: they sneak it into another person's theme. Like, it just kind of comes in at the end. Uh, yeah. They did it with. Um, I know they specifically did it with Dalamador. Like, as you're struggling with it, you can hear the, the, the you know, the uh, Mark of a Hero kind of start up in the background. And you're like, ah, oh, this is it. This is the moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't even try to hide that with Leoshun. Leoshun, it's just full blast you know proof of a hero as soon as you get to that fort
2: i think they've done that with every big monster as they kind of try sneaking that in there at the end
0: yeah i don't know they didn't um, do it cool they.
2: <laughs> i know they did it, they did it with narcarkos right because i remember like
1: yeah i think you're right Nar-
2: narcarkos's theme is real dark and heavy and then you have that glimmer of hope as you're fighting him and you're like we can do this we're not gonna die
0: oh man I love I love Narcos. awesome awesome idea of what they did with them still want a Hydra I still want a Hydra
1: <laughs> maybe it was soon we're so close
0: so uh, that's about it we have for music I know it was kind of a weird like random discussion but hey you know sometimes we're just like that um, <laughs> but thank you so much Wolfie for coming on uh, yes, I thank appreciate you. it
1: yeah that's absolutely fine um, I really enjoyed it guys there's some pretty good questions in there so thank you
0: yeah uh, Already well, have so a good one. Uh, what what are we gonna say, Lebo? Oh, so
2: where can where can people find you at? Like, if if they want to listen to your oh, stuff, yeah. where's the best place to locate you?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, to be honest, the two best places are either my Twitter or my Facebook. And if you just search for Wolfie Melon, uh, you'll find it on there. I'm probably more active on my Twitter. Um, and I post up loads of random Monster Hunter stuff all the time. So, if you mm-hmm. like random Monster stuff and the occasional Monster art as well. You can uh, follow me on there for crazy things. <laughs> okay.
0: Cool. Well, thank you again. I um, hope you have a good evening. Hi. Yes, thank, thank you. you very much. Alrighty, well, thanks again to Wolfie for joining us. She's uh, pretty late over there in uh, across the pond. I don't know exactly where she is. I know she's UK area, so five hours ahead of me, so it makes it pretty late there. So uh, again, thanks uh, thanks for her joining us, um, but we're going to get into Day uh, Taroth, as uh, I'll say it, a little bit of a Spanish twang to it, thanks to El Dorado, but as I like to fondly call her, Betty. <laughs>
2: Whoa, back Betty. Back. Um, <laughs> I know it's not those same, but... <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, so um, obviously a lot of people have been running her uh, if you're not familiar, there's a new monster that dropped, it's a siege is the new kind of quest um, where uh, everyone in the gathering hall sort of contributes to each other's quest, it's not a direct 16 uh, versus 1 monster hunt, like it kind of sounded in the promotional material, do well, you feel that way Lobo? Uh,
2: Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that
0: yeah, it, it did, it, I don't think they communicated that too well, but it's still a great quest, a great monster. Um, no lie, uh, my favorite animal in the real world is a goat, and it having ram horns is A-OK with me. So that was, uh, it's a cool monster design and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, how many, so like I have done four, and I think you've done four, right Lobo? Yes. And, and this is a long quest. Uh, when you add it all together, it's like, gosh, I mean, like it took, I think the shortest I've done it is like forty-five minutes. Yep. What? Same for you?
2: It's it's been about forty. I think we got one off on thirty, but that's because we had a couple people who were crazy high rank. And by the time we got out of, like our second one, it was already done, and we're like, oh, it's over. All right.
0: <laughs> oh, was that was someone else?
2: Uh, we yeah, it was it was in the one of the random groups I joined, and it was uh. It was a full group of, it was a full 16 room
0: So I did the first night um now did we do did we do Wednesday or Thursday night together I think it was Thursday
2: yeah, we did the second night.
0: So the first night I did with some of my uh, uh, my old high school buddies they popped back in to do this quest um, and then we uh we knocked it out in about an hour and a half I think uh and then and it was just us there wasn't actually it was, it was just one squad uh but it was a full four and then thursday night there was a bunch of us there was what eight yeah there or was six bu- six
2: i think six was the right people
0: right so we had four and two i think is the way it, it ended up yeah
2: going. we would have had four and three but uh Gog's working on it he'll he'll join us eventually
0: <laughs> yeah, Gog was on chat. Um, he doesn't have PS Plus, which is so weird, isn't it? That was such a weird experience. Yeah,
2: so in case anybody doesn't know, uh, you can totally join someone else's session, and you can be in chat, and you can benefit from uh, meal vouchers and everything, but you can't join other people's games if you don't have PS Plus. There's.
0: He was in the gathering hall. Yeah. We could see him, and he could see us. And we could walk and around. he doesn't
2: have PlayStation Plus. It's such an arbitrary limitation. I don't. Eh, it's weird. Yeah.
0: gotta pony up that money Th- man that's
2: partially why I'm super excited for it to come to PC because like anybody with an internet connection can play Like, I'm- <laughs> unless somebody yeah. does some sneaky EA t- level type of crap everybody who has an internet connection can play
0: well, Capcom's not beyond charging. They charge for Frontier. Frontier is a WoW subscription. Yeah. $15 a month.
2: But also, I think Frontier is free off the bat. You don't buy each box for 60 bucks.
0: No, you do. At least you do for the Xbox versions. I don't know about the, the the PC versions, but there was a re-release of it on 360 every time.
2: Hmm. I did not uh, know that.
0: I, I do know that, yeah. Well, it was an effort to make Xbox do well. But still uh, didn't work not for Japan at least um, not dogging on Xbox uh, in my earlier days I would have I was very anti-Xbox but I've grown up I'm no longer bigoted against <laughs> systems
2: stop the console wars
0: yeah um, so all that aside like, it, I think overall it's a pretty fun quest, it's a pretty fun fight
2: it's fun um, there's a couple bits that are frustrating like, mainly like her tail is big and that comes with Super all the big. problems that happens when you have a big tail is just, it hits everything in existence, regardless of where you think you are. Right. Um, clip,
0: clip fest, extraordinaire. I mean, oh my gosh, on the plus so, side. So positionally buggy.
2: It is beautiful. Like the monster oh, yeah. itself is beautiful. The area is beautiful. The lighting. Um, mm-hmm. So
0: it, during glare or the flare or whatever that is, the yeah. glare, during glare, part, flare glare
2: during part of the fight because I don't I don't want to like completely spoil it for everybody but during near the end of the fight um, she does a lot of fire and magma stuff and molten stuff happens and it goes from being like oh normally lit to everything is like really red tinged and heated and you know it's dangerous versus just like oh the monster's eyes are kind of glowing that was like oh no everything is on fire <laughs> this is actually I mean- a problem.
0: I wouldn't worry too much about spoilers, honestly. I mean, they're not going to be hearing this till next Sunday, so. That is a good point. All right, so <laughs> we have yeah. over a week. During
2: the final area, she starts making the cavern melt in liquid gold, and it's terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I want. Um, so, like, basically, you have to break her parts, and that's how you sort of keep your progress. Uh, you get points. Um, uh, the The sort of progress that it's weird it's not progress like the old Monster Hunter Freedom Unite the sort of things like hey here's a 15 minute quest you either repel it or fail or kill it and then it sort of kept the damage between the quests it's not how this works there's no damage kept it's just you get this pursuit level which you get for breaking parts finding tracks picking up chunks of gold she leaves behind like that kind of thing and it sort of makes this bar go up and the higher the bar, the easier it is to sort of move her to the next area. So if things go perfectly, you go from area one, two, three, four, right, and she dies in four. Right. Right? Area one is the Leoshun lung kind of fight. Um then area two is sort of a muted Xenojiva, right? It's not it's not as fat. I mean it's not as uh, aggressive, right? It, but then you get it, uh, I mean, it is aggressive. Yeah.
2: It reminds me kind of of um, a fire-breathing Ligaiacris on land. Like, not super sure. dangerous, but if you get caught by an attack, you will die. Like, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. She can wombo-combo you for sure. But um, most of the
2: time, it's just kind of annoying in area, too.
0: it's mostly because she's big, and you're like, okay, I'm healing. I should be safe. And then you get hit from, like, across the room because she really hits you with those beams. Um And just, like, her roll. Her roll is a huge and awkward hitbox. Yep. Um,
2: There's a lot of times where you think you're going to get hit by a two, and then when she's rolling, the tail will flip over your head, and you're like, oh, never never mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Gotta love his hitboxes, man. They're so much better. Um, So then, like, area two, she's kind of a little more... I mean, she's starting to fight you aggressive. Area three, she gets really aggressive. I I, I think it's uh, akin to... Um, Xeno Jiva second phase, right? Where it's glowing and that kind of stuff, and you're like, Holy crap! You know, you're surviving and fighting at the same time. It, um,
2: I know you keep making references to the big bosses, but I'm making I'm trying to make references to the lower ones. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Teostra or when you're older games, Levizioth because. She can dig. There's lava everywhere. There's pits everywhere. So you can't walk everywhere. There's exploding stuff. It's fiery everywhere. So yeah, it, there's a lot
0: going on. Not
2: all the danger country. is just her.
0: Yeah, no, you need cool drinks. There are uh, geysers of lava going off. That you got to avoid and lure her in because they hurt. They hurt her just like they do in the elders recess. That one, uh, sort of like the beginning of the lava area. If you're coming from Oregon's nest, um, like it's it's a pretty impressive fight, but then if you've managed to progress to stage four, um, her armor sort of melts off and she runs off into um, area four where she's fast. All of her armor is gone; she's really fast. Uh, it's scary, and she's doing all the moves, but faster, but doesn't have that wide hitbox. And has tail much better moves too. Oh, oh yeah. Um, she starts but, using her
2: face to attack. <laughs> like a yes, proper starts
0: using his horns yeah like a proper good yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. and um if you manage to break her horns which i think that's a damage thing i don't think you have to directly be hitting the horns i'm pretty sure it helps but at the same time i don't think it's necessary yeah um if you manage to do enough damage within the lane of the time, you break your horns off, she runs off, and the quest sort of resets. The next time you go, you start over, all over again, all progress. So. But um, if you don't, then she just sort of, you got to pick up again. Yep.
2: Plus, side, there's no way to really lose. Unless, I mean, if even if people cart, you still keep progress. You yes. just won't get a little bit of the gold, but that's not really what people run the thing for, is it?
0: <laughs> no. So, the the, the end-all goal of this is A, armor, right? She draw All of her parts drop things, and you get her armor. Um, yes. B, and I think B is the bigger one, honestly, is the weapons. And the weapons are sort of like randomly dropped gold versions of older weapons and some new unique ones. Yeah. Um, and they have basically a low, medium, and high tier, essentially. Uh, there's the, there's the what? Dissolved, melded, and illustrious or something. It's it's an S. I can't remember what it is, but it is an S. Rarity six, yellow.
2: rarity seven, and rarity eight. Right. Generally, um, you can't. So get, basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> basically they have the same stats on the tiers. So like, yeah, this attack, this the this attack on medium and this attack on high that kind of thing but they are different versions of weapons that already exist for the most part um i got the hornetar longsword at a rarity eight um it was trash so i threw it out but um that's sort of how that works
2: and one thing to keep in mind and this is one thing because i see a lot of people being like "Oh, all these rarity six and seven weapons are crap Mm -mm. just like normal rarity six and seven weapons that means you can augment it two or three times. So just because yes. it's not level eight does not mean it's worthless. Specifically, right. if you look at the bow guns, there are some decent setups there.
0: Yeah, I got a really good rarity six or seven gun do That said, I don't know. you you were there. Yeah,
2: I have a couple good gun lances. Uh, that said, I have not seen a single good bow yet because all they can ever use is close range coatings. I have a good one. Really, um,
0: I got I got this um, last night. Um, so last night I did two hunts um, with uh, cool Um and the first hunt uh, I actually did. Uh, the Carve sent out a link to to play with them, so I, I actually played with the Carve last night. Oh, nice. Um, I don't I don't think I uh, I think the only uh, only SBJ was there. Um, sort of like the main host, the co-host uh, wasn't there. Um, so. I didn't hunt with him directly. I just sort of hunted in the group. Um, and we were the group that broke the horns that I'm when I was there. Hey, nice. And um, uh, we, I got a bow. I don't know about the attack. I don't know about the stats per se if they're good. Um, but I do know that it did uh, close, obviously, uh, a power, and it did paralysis plus.
2: Okay, so it is possible. It's just... Mm -hmm. I've had really bad luck, and apparently a lot of people online have had bad luck with the bows too. (laughs) So, yeah. if you're a bow user, keep your fingers crossed.
0: So, I mean, I don't want to belabor on this too much, um, but I think it's a pretty good addition. Like, it's a pretty solid addition to the game. Yes. Uh, And it's going to be here for another couple weeks.
2: Um, How they said, by the way, uh, because this is something that they keep talking about is when it's coming back, they're going to be bringing Mm -hmm. it back more often than some of the other things. I, right. I assume this is because if they left it up forever, everyone would just get it done, and then new players would never have anybody to play it with to get it done. Right. So by having it yeah. optional, it's it'll people will come back. Warframe does kind of the same thing with Darvo, where it's a special trailer that comes every two weeks. So that means every, every other weekend, everybody hops on to play the game a lot to see what he has.
0: Yeah. Understandable. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. It's We sort of talked about what it was, but there's not... I mean, it's kind of one of those things you kind of have to experience. You know what I mean? Uh, it's got a lot of cool ideas. Dropping rocks on it at the beginning is really fun. Still can't tell what those are, <laughs> personally. Um, uh, I, I
2: found if they have the little white lines on it, like kind of limestone cracks, okay. that's usually how to tell where they are.
0: Okay. Cool. Um... So yeah, like that's, it's fun. Yeah. If you haven't done it, do it. Um, even by yourself. It's possible by yourself. Um, it sounds like the consensus is about three and a half hours to do it.
2: Yeah, but as I was saying, uh, when Arctic and I first started off, um, it was just him and me, and we started a hunt. And then over the next hunt and a half, two uh, randoms, I think, from Japan joined in. And they were real good. They never fainted. They held their own. And we got done within I think three hunts we managed to we get it got done with sixteen reward level. I think we missed one piece so nice you can you can do it pretty quickly with three people so you don't have to worry about like oh I have to have a full raid party no you're you're fine with
0: true it. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just don't do it by yourself right I, I mean think I think three is about the minimum that I would want to do it yeah um so I actually uh I started doing some more crown farming instead um. Eight. I like the fight, but I'm more concerned about the crowns right now. So
2: I'm going to keep doing it until I get a couple more weapons, and that's about it. Just because I want to I wanna be able to ha- make sure I can make all the weapons... Or, sorry, all the uh, armor pieces. I want to get all the mm. layered armor pieces. And then I want to get like, uh, a couple decent weapons.
0: I mean, I did forget to talk about this. That armor is amazing. And I'm not talking about aesthetics. The slots... There's a lot of slots. There's lots, lot of be-
2: And there's a lot of good stats on it too, though. Some of the stats that it does have is good.
0: Um, so you might be happy to hear, I changed my armor set for the first time in over 300 hours of playtime. significantly. Significantly. Um, so I am no longer wearing uh, Val head, arms, and waist. Yet I've replaced it with the chest. Um, and I'm now using Betty head and feet. Nice. Nice. Um, I don't know if you saw the picture in the in the in the Discord but um essentially what it does is I now have um what that opened up to me is uh I'm trying to think I still have peak performance I gained something on the helm that I was like that is that is too good um but I, really what drove it was the fact that the legs of Betty give you peak performance 1. Nice. Which allowed me to be a little bit more flexible on what pieces of Valhazic I wear. Um, so I switched to the chest for Valhazic for recovery speed. Nice. Um, so
2: uh, You're going to be happy then, I believe, too. Um, I don't know if, if, if this is okay to talk about, but Dante, uh, they revealed what the stats on the Dante stuff is. Mm-hmm. And his legs have weakness exploits.
0: Oh, I may be using those if it has enough slots.
2: It also has slots. I think it has. Well, I think it to... has a slot to get the th- the third level too.
0: Okay.
2: I'll def- I'll define the info and send it to you. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. And as for also fun info, Dante isn't in a full set. You can equip individual bits.
0: Yes. Which yes. I'm so um, happy about. I may change it up a bit then because. Um, the legs give peak performance and wide range. Ah. And I don't care about the wide range so much. Um, and I can always put a peak performance gem in somewhere else. Um, but the problem is I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to replace the legs. I still want the three pieces of Val. So Val three piece has to sit in there somewhere. And I'm not using Val legs. <laughs> not. You don't want that dragon attack? no i don't want miasma that's what the beta has oh okay um which is fine but like I, I, like i don't i can slot in miasma over some other things if i need to fight val oh yeah i don't, I don't need to wear the legs I,
2: I know it doesn't exist but i would love to have val's skill his set bonus as a gem
0: yeah, that would be nice. But
2: that's never gonna happen because that would be on every armor set ever.
0: I <laughs> I I'd, I'd, I'd take it as a charm. Yeah, I think that would be that'd awesome. be fair. Um. By
2: the way, I'm still yeah. hunting for my ballistics charm. It's just or my ballistics gem. It's just not gonna happen.
0: I got a spreadshot gem. Nice. Oh, ballistics and mind's eye. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. I have two. Ah. Um, that's actually. That's. <laughs> Actually, what I'm concerned about because I have to keep one destroyer open, one uh, mind's eye. Oh, and the helm gives you um, critical power, I think. Hmm. no, that was the chest. Never mind, that was the chest. One of them good you critical.
2: For what? Uh, the- I don't
0: know why I'm talking about st- st- Betty. Okay, I, I don't know why I'm talking about st- stats when I can't remember them. I'm so bad at that. Um, way oh, she yeah. got some good armor, yeah. Good armor. There, there we go.
2: It's also pretty. Just straight up, it's pretty armor.
0: <laughs> Dude, I I liked how I looked before. I love how I look now. You, you should check out the picture on on the display. I will
2: check that out. Oh, by the way, for anybody else, if you're sitting it like at work or something and you want to look up armor stuff, put in Chronico. It, it'll help out. <laughs> uh, that's where that's where I grab half my stuff when I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Like uh, theory, of craft armor sets and stuff like that. I just use that.
0: Yeah, the the picture actually is not that far up on the general chat from where
2: we're at. Yeah, so for, uh, full alpha set because we might as well just go with the alpha set. Gives a uh, free element ammo mm-hmm. up, agitator two, stun resist, crit boost two, power prolonger, handicraft, wide range, and peak performance. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly just by itself. That's a lot of really good stats that you can jam into. That works for any weapon, pretty much.
0: Right. I have free element on the helm. I know that. That's one of the things I have.
2: And then uh, if you upgrade to... If you change to the beta set, you keep all those skills. Just most of them go down one rank. And then you yes. get... Uh, all of her items have one slot, and then you get Three High level two or three. Yeah, three level three slots, and then two level two slots. That's... Those are some high-powered slots on a set too. So
0: this this is an endgame set for sure. It is good. It is good.
2: And then yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot better for that mixing and matching. And I'm just happy whenever they put more armor sets in because that means, you know, the more armor sets that we get, that means the more customization you can do, and more fashion hunting that
0: can be happening. <laughs> yep, that's true. I'm fashionable now. I like it. Um, so from there, I think we can move into uh, monster balloon, right
2: uh, absolutely. right, and welcome to the monster balloon. Today, we are flying over the glorious desert after having our balloon so gloriously repaired uh, with you know gypsos and the help of some N- Um hmm. as we are flying over this desert, we don 't have to worry so much about the dangers within, as you can see down there, there are some strange burrowing creatures. Those are called spy land sharks, also known as cephadrome. Cephadrome first appeared in the first Monster Hunter. And yep. uh, they've been in many of them since, unfortunately.
0: Uh, <laughs> I like them.
2: They only appear in deserts. That's You'll never see them anywhere else. They just exist in deserts. Um, for anyone who's never seen one, you're lucky. But for people who like them, like Fortran... Uh, they are sand colored and they look like a little bit like hammerhead sharks with legs. Um, yes. So, kind of like it's basically just a Plesioth, but smaller and in the ground. Uh, they attack by, you know, the normal things. They use hip checks, tail swipes, and uh, but they also have accompanying sand blast attacks uh, where they shoot sand streams that deal water damage, actually. Mm hmm. Um, they can also burrow underneath the ground, which for new punters causes a lot of problems um, because if you're if they're under the ground, you can kind of hit their fin a little bit, but that fin can also paralyze you by just tapping you. and they can obviously jump out of the ground and hurt you a lot. There is a key key thing that you can use to stop them though chuan
0: Sonic bombs. They are wonderful.
2: Uh, what are they called now? Screamers? I don't, I don't remember what they're called in the Worlds now.
0: Yeah, I think it's Screamer pods.
2: But uh, you don't have to use them in, in Worlds because Staffordromes aren't in Worlds and hopefully they will never come. But uh, it's just a bomb you throw out. It does a nice screaming sonic blast in the area and it will knock anything in the sand out of the sand. Side note, this also applies to Diablos. And yeah, pretty much anything else that goes into the sand.
0: So the ancient amphibian that it re- represents is a Kulasuchus. Really, mm-hmm. did not know that. So it's one of the one of the ones that has the sort of hammerhead look. Um, yeah, it's reminiscent of ancient amphibians more so than anything.
2: So imagine at some point you could have seen one of those in real life, if you know you went back far, 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 far enough.
0: Well, this is more fish-like than these amphibians would have been. Okay. I mean, this is like a, a newt. Um, oh, okay. With like a hammerhead. It's very different.
2: Um, so they flick, you know, paralysis and water blight. Uh you can easily kill them though using ice and thunder damage. Um Good. Which is is starting to follow a trend that I've been seeing that ice and thunder damage hit most monsters in like all of Monster Hunter pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also kind of, if, if you, those of you who play Pokemon and competitive Pokemon realize that Ice and Thunder are also some of the best elements in that game, too.
0: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? A lot of biological creatures cannot handle electricity well. so.
2: Yep. Um, I wasn't able to find a list of the games they appeared in, but uh, from what I could tell, it seems that they've appeared in pretty much everything. Uh, they skipped the third generation, though. They were not in yeah. uh, Try and uh, 3U. They just didn't exist there.
0: Nope. Um. They had the uh, sort of sand dolphins, and they kept Diablos. Okay. Uh, so, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, they had the sand dolphins, because those are the ones that jump up on the ship when you're fighting Gen whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, They don't have very many weapons that are made out of them. The Cephadromes, that is. Mm-mm. Uh generations had a few more they had like charge blade, but generally it's just been a sword and shield, sometimes a lance called the aqua spear and then a terrible light bow gun <laughs> it's
0: yeah um it's bad well the the charge blade actually is is um decent I used it for a long time.
2: What's weird though is their sword and shield actually doesn't do water or paralysis. it's actually a sleep sword and shield,
0: yeah because they do sleep also.
2: Really, I didn't actually do did
0: that. Yeah, they always they have always been able to sleep you. So is Plesiath. Um It's weird. They do this weird like uh, lunging thing where they sort of like uh, I don't know fly across the air. Hmm. Um, didn't just like think of like a a charge attack, but like they sort of jump out of the sand, out of the air, and they sort of go parallel with the ground for a while. Okay. If you get hit hit by that, it's actually really strong. It does a lot of damage, at least in the older games, and puts you to sleep. So not only did you get hit, but you're also now asleep, unable to recover that hit.
2: Okay. Uh, There is a... uh, I wasn't able to find a full armor set for these things outside of Frontier. It looks like they've never had a full Mm -hmm. armor set. However, this is something that sticks with me a lot. uh, I believe they are the source of the number one most hated armor piece by me, the Volfalk leggings. Uh it was <laughs> something that was required for like ninety percent of all Bow Gunner sets back in for you and generations. And it is an mm. ugly fish fin with uncolorable stuff, and it's just terrible. And
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm so glad
0: the Fashion Hunter and you as twin J it's now.
2: it looks so terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's not like a... It's not a super memorable monster for me. Um, it was the first one that really uses makes you use uh, screamer pods um, or sonic bombs uh, previously. Uh, it was uh, dang there impossible to get out of the sand unless you happened to like hit it as it was swimming by Um, which was really hard to do in the original Monster Hunter and even Freedom 2. Freedom 2, it was like, okay, you really got to start bringing sonic bombs here. It was pretty much a failed quest if you didn't bring them because it was just that hard hard to get them out.
2: I remember when I was playing For You on on Reddit specifically, there were so many posts of, guys, help me. I can't do this. Or how do I beat the Cephalodrome? How do I beat it? How do I beat it? Because it was a required quest that was required for progression. It was one of the yes. uh, capstones, I believe. And it's like Yeah Key Quest. Yeah, key, quests. Yeah, key yeah. quests. You had to you had to do this to rank up to the next one, and so many people got stuck on it. Uh I think part of that was also because after you Sonic bombed it out, you could hit it a couple times and it could immediately go back in. It didn't put its digging on a cooldown or anything.
0: Yeah. Could it sucked.
2: Uh, so um, in related monsters there's not really many uh, they the the only related monsters to it are cephalos which are the tiny ones because yeah. just like everything else something and then Dr- something drome is how it works right um, It's also technically related to Plesioth, in, in a way <laughs> but that's you know stretching it.
0: Yeah, well, it's a Piscean Wyvern, right? Yeah. So they're both Piscean Wyverns. And there's not many. There's not many Piscean Wyverns. We see two, and they're uh, not OG in uh, Monster Hunter World. We see Lava Seath, which, eh, right? It's like a it's like a Lava Plesiath. It's not really that different. And then we have Geritatis, which is a Mud Seath. Yeah, they were, both, they were not both exciting. Both have that coelacanth, old, ancient fish look. I don't know. I'm okay with them both. They also they also I both
2: have weird like hit zones, by the way. Just it's weird shooting at them with a bowgun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they also have weird stats because they both have that sort of armor on armor armor off weakness. Yeah. Right. One's lava and one's mud. And
2: yeah. So, uh, there is a variant of the savadromes that appears in our wonderful frontier land. Yes! So they actually... I love this part. They actually overwent a personality change. Uh, They now have Uh, red eyes. Um, Their fins are a lot more red. And they don't retreat as much. Normally they went into the sand to retreat and stuff like that. Um, In the hardcore versions of Cephatromes, they no longer retreat. They use it for attack. And they give pack orders. So previously... Oh, no. uh, Cephaloses would just kind of be there. And then they'd either leave or they'd die um the Ceph- they would to
0: jump at you at times. Yeah, but, not but often. they're just
2: kind of there. Um yeah. Cephadromes give direct pack orders though. Uh they can oh gosh. they can summon in more. They uh they actually correspond with what attack it's performing, so they'll do team attacks where
3: uh. they
2: they can do a team breath attack where the the they the, the Cephadrome and all the others will spit sand beams at the person. Um,
0: so firing squad yeah
2: firing squad of them Um, or it will wait for the little ones to hit everybody and then it'll shoot a giant sand beam
0: oh my gosh Um,
2: they also can do team digging attacks where uh, the leader will jump out of the ground and then all the little ones will follow so after you dodge the leader you get hit with a bunch of other things Um, and of course they paralyze you while they're doing that Uh, They can also glide farther, Um, just in general. Uh, (laughs) One thing that that they they did add, whenever it roars, too, all the pack members with it will also erupt out of the ground. So you're standing Uh, there, not able to move, and there's just more fish coming up from underneath you, knocking you around.
0: It was kind of like Diablos previously had a sonic bomb effect with his roar and um which i'm i'm surprised they didn't do that monster in world but hey whatever so um but that Diablo's used to really wreck cephadrom because he would come in there roar and cephadrom would be like oh god and get out of the oh yeah
2: (laughs) it's kind of like uh they think the same thing happens um now where like if you're fighting a uh baroth It's screaming, and the screaming of the little bird things around will pull that Diablo straight out of the ground angry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then at G-Rank, it also gains, obviously, more abilities, so you can have a G-Rank Hardcore Cephedrome, which is just lovely. Uh, So it'll roar while flipping backwards and body slamming, and it can actually swim backwards by, like, slithering. Um, And while it's doing that, you know, its little buddies will be attacking. Uh, so, it'll use more beam attacks and backflips and everything like that. Uh, also, just like in most G rank monsters, it does not take nearly as many breaks. So, it'll quick hit, run away, go into the sand, swim, and it actually has a tailspin attack now where it'll pop up and whip itself around. So, it's, its abilities did get more exciting, but it's the fact that they really changed the personality I think that makes. They they went it from a week like, okay, this is frustrating to fight. To okay, this thing has a legion at its side, and it's they're all coordinating a, and working together. It's a,
0: it's a mob boss.
2: <laughs> um,
0: the sand mafia.
2: Yeah. By the way, it normally it has a uh, little white glowing eyes, but yeah, like I said, in the hardcore variant, they're red, just blood red eyes. Yeah, and uh, it's it's. Wings are also more pink. Like, I know that seems, like, odd, but it's it's very pink at the tips of the wings, so it stands out quite a bit. Um, okay. I'm not a huge fan of this monster, but there are some people who do like it. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind having a desert-themed armor set made out of it, but it just never got its own armor.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe we'll get another.
2: Yeah. I, I did have a it's quick done. question for you in the yep. in like the original monster hunters or whatever this one appeared in um was it a low rank high rank where did you actually first encounter this thing
0: low rank um it was the introduction to the desert actually um it was a fairly early monster you would end up fighting Cut Q, and i think the next one was severo okay sometimes
2: but yeah so it's a it's a pretty simple monster you know it's just annoying and just make sure you're prepared for it. Make sure you bring hot drinks cuz you fight in or sorry, make sure you bring cold drinks cuz you fight in a desert. Make sure you bring sonic bombs so you can actually hit the thing. And you can always see where it's going, so it's not like it's going to super surprise you. It's not like um Diabolus where it swims off into a wall and you are cowering right. now. This thing's fin is always showing, so you know where it's at. Yeah. My suggestion is like bring a lance or something not only because it's much easier to hit its fin with a lance because you have a decent range and it's pretty accurate, but also shielding against its flying attacks, and if you're unsure what it's going to do next, a shield always helps. Yeah. I do not suggest heavy bow gun, by the way. Just never do it. That that was a horrible experience that I'm never going to do again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds like you have some uh, PTSD Just there. Just a little bit. <laughs> how'd you how'd
2: you end up taking it down what's or were you just using uh Uh,
0: so back in those days um i always had a group when i was a heavy bow gunner uh in the og days um so mostly sonic bombs and sort of beating the crap out of it uh, it came out sort of cheesing it okay um the great sword the second playthrough in monster Hunter one great sword uh i would just sort of hit it as it went by obviously still using sonic bombs as much as you could uh if you ran out before it died though it became pretty intense on the time um then freedom Two, freedom unite still sonic bombs at that point i'm a hammer user so i would sort of do the charged up slam on the ground and get him out that way okay it just it just took some time uh It never was really that hard. Um, Even uh, G-Rank versions were just like, eh, okay. Um, I like the monster just fine. Uh, I've never really had any problems with him. It's so satisfying to knock him out of the ground, for sure. Um, But aside from that, I love the monster design. Uh, Like I say, I love all all the monsters, so I'd be cool seeing them come back. Although... Before I want to see anything else be added in from the previous games, I want to see more stuff in the Rotten Veil. Yep. That's a requirement for me. So I'd like to see him back, just not now.
2: Um, how do you... Last question I had just on this subject before I think we're done. Um, mm-hmm. How did you make Sonic bombs in the previous games? Because I can't quite remember. I never... I'm going to be terrible. I didn't actually bring them. I usually just grab them from the chest. <laughs> So,
0: you know, I I really don't know. It was some sort of berry mixed with something else. Um, I do believe it was a screamer that came from different monsters. Okay. I think I want to say that Velosodrome dropped it. Hmm. Something like that. It was a monster part plus a berry that made it. And I don't know the exact things. I uh, could be wrong though. How do you make how, but it, how do we you make it now? Them. Do you know? You make him from killing those screaming birds. Okay. Above the Diablo's pit. Uh, That's the way I found it. So
2: one thing um, I found out though, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, obviously that doesn't help as much during a fight, like when you're fighting Diablo's down in its lair, but if you're trying to fight something up above and it's digging, you can just uh ping one of those little birds with a rock, and it'll start it's, you know, cacophony of sound and it'll hit other birds with it and they'll ring their sounds off, so if you're trying to stop something and you have a very wide berth or you just feel like annoying a Diablos and they're coming up towards you, those birds work pretty well. They do. Uh, And that's all I had. Um, Just pretty neat master.
0: Thank you hunters for joining us. And uh, thanks again, Wolfie Mellon for joining us. Um, we'll be talking to her soon again, I hope. Um, so uh, if you guys want to catch up to us, you can catch us at, uh, for the podcast, it's at hunters hub pod. Um, I've started using that exclusively. Uh, you can still find me at at Fort Juan, but I'm more active on hunters hub pod now. Uh, so uh, from there, uh, Lobo, where can we find you?
2: Uh, you can find me l- calmly listening to my computer for once, listening to some nice Monster Hunter piano music, and <laughs> also trying to find where we're going to take the balloon next week because we lost the map. So we're going to have to find something fun for you guys next week.
0: Awesome! I look forward to it, especially if it's like farcasting breath weapons.
2: Uh, of course, we're going to have some crazy stuff. <laughs>
0: I love it. I never, I've never wanted Frontier so bad. I Want it? I want it. I want it yeah. now.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll start filling the Rotten veil with Frontier monsters.
0: Please, yes. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a four-legged Piscean weapon that just shoots. Um, like
2: I was gonna say it sounds like you're making something up. No, it is
0: thank you hunters for listening today you can catch us on soundcloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.